Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 19. You did it. This is the final episode of the regular season of IPL before we get into the playoff format. So we're just going to take a quick look at what we've seen, but then we're going to help you focus on those last four matches. We're going to get the maximum points out of those, and we're going to talk about how to reach deep into your pocket and find some of those players nobody else is thinking about. This is the Fantasy IPL Podcast. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Wit, welcome back. What's going on, man? I can't believe I looked at the show doc. I'm just getting ready here, and it says match 67 to 70. We're done. This is it. This is the end of the line for a few people in our home league. I just aren't going to make the playoffs. You get a little bit of a reset. You get a break after 70. There's actually a couple of off days, which is, I mean, I don't know what we're going to do with that. But uh, <laughs> let's see my family. I wonder if I still have a family. That's do you around. Do you feel like. Do you feel like this is not something I should say at the beginning of the podcast? Do you feel like we're kind of running out of things to say about this season? <laughs> like, no, we're so close to the end. I think what we're doing is we're respecting our listeners and not just uh-huh. plugging away at the same old stuff. You know, we're trying to yeah. constantly evolve the show. We're not trying to. Uh, it's such a know, better way just... to say it. <laughs> so it's not that we're running out of stuff today. We could tell you the same things week in and week out, but that's not what yeah. we're here to do. Faf is good. It's pretty. It's pretty good at cricket. <laughs> he's, he's good at cricket. Pretty, you can imagine that. Uh, so, all right. Well, looking back, who else is good at cricket? LSG versus Mumbai. You um, had a good game. I, I did have a good game. Yeah, Captain Stoinis was very pleased with that. Um, Vice Captain Krunal. Pandia uh-huh. was not happy with him just quitting at 49. Doesn't he know? Doesn't he know people play fantasy? <laughs> I One more ball. <laughs> I have not heard uh, like IPL players talk about that. I've heard that come up with fantasy yeah. football a lot where like, you know, somebody in fantasy football will, you know, just be anger tweeting somebody for sliding at the one yard line or something like that instead of taking uh, it in for a touchdown. And, you know, the players always have to tell you, you know, what they should tell you at the end is like, I don't care about your fantasy football team. I care about winning the game. You know, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I haven't seen any of that kind of banter with IPL players, but it's Whoa. probably out there. But what is it? What is your take on a retired out? Like where somebody can essentially just choose to be done batting. Do you feel like that should be allowed? I don't know. I guess I don't see any reason why it shouldn't be allowed. I, I guess my answer is, yeah, it should be allowed. It it seems like something that will almost never come up. Because I don't understand. Maybe maybe you can explain it to me. If you are Krunal Pandia, why don't you just swing away and just go for sixes? And if you don't make it, you get out and you're out. It's the same, the same difference. Yeah, I mean, for somebody like Cronall, it was a bizarre situation because he was dealing with cramps that whole game. That is true. I do remember seeing him like, didn't they take his pants off at one point? Yeah, I think they took his was, pants off. There were some weird images from from that, but it was a little bit of a unique situation for him. But like, I have a, you know, you're talking about, okay, he hits a six is what he's going for, but instead he ends up in a run out situation. And now you create an out. Somebody's not on strike with the way you wanted them to be. Um, there's 
and then that potentially you're injured. Um, I can see because you see this a lot with when you have like a bowler batting and then you know hopefully one good bat left. They just won't run if it's only a single. Right. Because because they're trying to keep a certain person on strike. And so there's an advantage for that too. Krunal can retire out and allow another batter to come in at the crease and not, you know, have to worry about, well, he got out on the sixth ball and now it's going to turn over to the other batter or something like that. So they can position guys in certain ways for that. The only thing that I wish, and this is from the fantasy standpoint, is that if you choose to do that, the bowler should get credit for a wicket. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like the red dot comes up on Crick Buzz or they say and he's out and it's less like yes but or, there's no there's no points. Or or Krunal gets the credit for the wicket. He gets twenty five because he got <laughs> himself out. I tell you what for sure though, I'm I didn't do my part talking about the, the fantasy aspect. Next time someone retires themselves out and they're in my lineup, I will I will raise sweet them. <laughs> Even if I'm not that tweet. upset. Just to do the part. So Krunal deserves a little bit of anger tweeting, but what a trooper! I mean, he, I mean, he still scored forty nine runs, which is by no means a bad yeah. day, um, and he bowled all four of his overs. He didn't get any wickets, but he had a pretty good economy rate, better than some of his teammates, um, which I think is why he's always getting his overs right now. And it's the only reason you put up with with Krunal is that he's he's getting his work. But on the other side yeah, of that was your boy Stoinis. What, 89 runs on 47 balls, but he didn't bowl. Which of the two, who do you chase in the next next outing for LSG if you can only have one? Uh, I think I would I would still go for Stoinis. This is third man of the match of the year, if I'm correct. Oh, okay. Second or third, at least. And he does seem the most consistent. And he, I don't think he's ever a guy who usually bowls four overs. He'll usually only bowl one or two. He's more of a Glenn Maxwell type. Yeah. But I like that opportunity. Uh, more than I like Krunal because he has not been a huge wicket taker. I don't have in front of me how many wickets he's taken. Um, not a so lot. he's had the opportunity. It's just one one match left. I'm no longer playing the math, like playing the I, – I want to go for who has the best chance of having a big hit. I think Stoinis is it. I agree. I like that. Want to move on? What else from that match? Uh, well, so I still, just for whatever reason, have failed to get Ishan Kishan into my lineup at all. This is like, you got something against him. I, I don't get it. Well, more often than not, I'm I've got a wicket keeper clog or something like that going on, or ah, yeah. or, or I'm dealing with a situation where I can add him and then I just have immediately have to drop him to get somebody else in there, uh, or it's mm-hmm. a credits issue or something like that. But he's he's had three hot games in a row. Really, there was just one disruption. He's really four out of his last five games. He has been just very good. Does it continue? Well, I think uh, back at uh, back at uh, in Mumbai. For their last match, <laughs> nice yeah, sidestep on the name of the. <laughs> I'm sorry, I cannot pronounce it. Wan, is it Wonkedi? 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 I saw the gear turn, and I could tell it's like in uh, Mumbai. <laughs> We're just gonna get on the on the western coast here soon. <laughs> His next match is in India, and he's had some good <laughs> matches there. I, I yeah. just I mean it's I'll tell you it's I'm, super frustrating. I'm I'm at the position where where I have and maybe you as a listener are too I have a handful of 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 transfers left and for that match he's probably in the top four of who I want to have on my team okay you know we're we're looking at later we're looking at a, a for a third segment sort of players you might reach for 
if you are looking for a difference maker. And, and he was one that I wasn't considering as a reach. No, he's definitely not a reach. Nope. He should be on everybody's radar at this point. There is mm-hmm. no reason if you are paying attention all to IPL that you wouldn't have noticed that he's having a good game. But somebody who did not have a good game yeah. is Big Sky. I think there was seven not a runs drop on rain. <laughs> it was cloudy. That stadium. Uh, but seven runs on nine balls, I think. Mm-hmm. He he seemed to be like the one batter that couldn't get going at Econa Sports, which, okay, a mild aside on that. We got it wrong. The commentators got it wrong. Yeah. All the analysts got it wrong. Econa Sports City was supposed to be slow. It was supposed to be wicket-taking central, and that game was just – it was it – was, it was about the offense. I mean, like we said, Stoinis got 89. Krunel got 49 because he just decided not to score any more runs. Like, there's, there were big scores. Kashan did well. Rohit, oh my gosh. He, you know, he he yeah. had a good outing. Um, 37 so and 25. Take the pitch report for what it's worth. And, I mean, it's, it's valuable information. Um, but it seemed like Sky was, like, the only person that that seemed to truly affect – but he was wearing everything on the pads, everything that came at him. They just, I'm a, I'm a little scared because it seemed like LSG knew how to attack him, and maybe they kind of people are the figuring him out. That's the only thing that makes me nervous. I still think he's one of the best bats in the league, and he's coming home to the stadium on the West Coast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I don't know that there's a bigger bounce back candidate coming into this weekend from the previous games. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's, we'll talk about sky a little bit later. Cause I want to talk about specific matchups there when they're playing sunrisers. Um, anybody else from that, that one you want to talk about? Um, about Rohit, sky, Kishan, Grunel, Stoinis. There's a lot to talk about, especially for an Akana game. Usually it's just yeah. like the nope, bar. I, I wasn't expecting much, but sure enough, there was, was. Take us to what you got next. Well, let's check out the next match, uh, DC. I I blew this one. I was planning for the two, uh, DC versus Punjab. They both had the uh, the turnaround, so I had a huge plan for all this. And then Marsh wasn't in, and Marsh has kind of been my guy for the last few matches. So I, I backed off of that, and that was a bad mistake. I think I had six transfers, and I only scored 130 points. Because I didn't pick up Riley Rousseau. <laughs> so, just like everybody else. The, the apparent, based on our home league, the apparent pivot from Mitch Marsh was to David Warner. Everybody just kind of went back, back home to David Warner and was like, yeah. you know what? <laughs> and he was fine. I mean, he scored 46 runs. Um, he was surprisingly aggressive. There was a lot of yeah. boundary in, in that. Um, but I don't think nobody had Rousseau. I don't think anybody had salt and nobody had Nokia, but right there, if you'd have just had those four guys and an overseas booster, you had a nice day. Oh um, yeah. You'd have killed it. Uh, but it's not this... overseas, but let's, let's not forget about, um, Shaw. Pr- yeah. Shaw. Pretty Shaw. yeah he Came opens... out of nowhere. I think he scored more <laughs> yeah. runs than he has all season combined. Yeah, probably. That's what you expected out of him from day one. So I wonder if he had done that since day one, if they wouldn't be knocking on the door of the playoffs instead of eliminated. Yeah, so DC has created – we've been 
DC has been the example because they're only they're one of only two teams that are for sure out of the playoffs. Uh, yeah. SRH being the other, but SRH didn't really pivot as much. DC's threw us a curveball immediately with that Mitch Marsh quote unquote injury. Um, whether or not he's really injured, maybe he's been injured the whole season and just he's like, you know what, it's not worth fighting through it anymore. That happens a lot. Um, I still think but, it's just the ashes. But there's D- DC is is the first team that seems to like have a sea change with the fact that they're out of the playoffs, and it's kind of terrifying because it seems like maybe this has just been horrible strategy from DC that they can't win. And now that they can't lose, they're just winning. <laughs> it's like, that might, I know that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but like all of a sudden it's just basically like, Hey, go out and score as many runs as you can. Oh, well, why wasn't that the plan all along? <laughs> like, you know, cause Warner is batting to score runs as opposed to batting to not get out. Yeah. And I think that that is a big change for how he approached the season. And I think as the captain, he was just so afraid of, you know, taking an early exit that he was being so defensive that, oh, you get bold. Oh, you pop one up on the first, and now you've done nothing. You weren't aggressive. You, it, it, and now he's, you know, trying to hit fours. He's trying to be aggressive, and, and he's cued everybody else to do the same. It makes me wonder if DC had played this way the whole year. Um, they, they could have been very, very dangerous. Um, so the only takeaway I have from that is that, you know, DC is going to play again and they just kind of seem to be playing to party. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it, like, and they're coming home for their last match. Yeah. And is like, it crazy? CSK better not overlook them, even though CSK ripped them last time. Yeah. But is it crazy just to chase these guys again? Because this is this is the team. These are the guys that batted. Obviously, add Shaw to to the overseas players, but they were the ones that had big games. And I don't know that it's I don't know that it's out of the realm to say that Rousseau is the best batter on the team and is kind of just hanging out there. If you're looking for a, you know a differential play, if you're looking for a swing for the fences in a in a really weird game against CSK, maybe. Maybe he's somebody you pay a little extra attention to, but for sure I'm paying attention to whether or not Mitch Marsh is playing and which one of these guys, if anybody ends up sitting out as a result. Normally I would say, you know, don't chase the points. Right. And I think there's a little bit of that here, but I just want to direct everybody back to match 50 DC played RCB at Aaron Jaitley in Delhi. And here is how it went for DC. David Warner, uh, 22 off of 14, Phil Salt, 87 off of 45, Mitch Marsh, 26 off of 17, Riley Rousseau, 35 off 22. That's it. So yeah, they God, they crushed RCB. They did it in 16 and a half overs. Now, those numbers aren't crazy high like they were this last time, but it was the same thing where these first four overseas batters just did the whole thing, just replaced uh, Mitch Marsh with – with uh, Privdi Shaw, and it basically looks like the same type of match. So I think there is a precedent, and so I may also just be um, trying to justify the fact that I'm going to play my overseas booster <laughs> in that match. So Cannot wait for a record number of ducks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of ducks, what's going on with PBKS? This was... Uh. 
this was so frustrating because mo- I, I, everybody was leaning on Shikhar Dawan to, to come back. Yeah. I think the number of captaincies and vice captaincies on a guy um, was pretty universal. So for Dawan to just golden duck it straight out, it's crazy. Punjab has a – they have a path. It's very narrow. It's full of broken mm-hmm. glass. You know, there's <laughs> there's a lot of hazards. They're they're not going to make the playoffs. It's probably not going to happen. Yeah, for, for Punjab, and I just don't know who the hero is for Punjab. Like, it's who's the star? Just a, just to compare, like from a fantasy perspective, but also just from IPL perspective, we're talking about who's the star, and we're having trouble deciding who the star might be. I think compared to a team that's very successful like Gujarat, like who's the star of Gujarat? Like Rashid Khan, you could say Shub McGill. I mean, if you wanted to. Uh, throw Mohammed Shami a bone. He he could he could be in there, but the, those guys are all stars. But but Gujarat also is deep. I mean, there's half a dozen other guys you could say are support that that provide a lot for the team. And and I feel like with Punjab, you have those guys. You have Sam Curran and uh, Prasamran and Shikhar Dawan. <laughs> Arsh about Sam Curran. <laughs> Arsh Gazillionaire, yeah. old money bags Curran. <laughs> money bags Curran. Yeah. <laughs> But none of those guys, I like. I wouldn't say any of them are a star, and so I think that's probably why Punjab's on the outside looking in. Yeah, at there, it's a it's a tricky situation. Ooh. Well, wait, you uh, you played your booster on this next one, so why don't you start off? Where do you want to Where do you want to go with RCB versus SRH? Yeah, so specifically, the booster I played was the overseas booster, and that mm-hmm. was to target Clausen at wicketkeeper, Faf, who's head and shoulders above the next guy, orange cap leader, Maxwell. And then I took a flyer on Aiden Markram. But what's crazy is that I really only needed Clausen and Faf to have a big game. So Clausen goes for 104 on 51. He, awesome. We're talking about we're, we're talking about heroes here. He He's the back half MVP as far as I'm concerned um, with fantasy IPL this year, just as far as like a guy that was like, just kind of hanging around up there. We never talked about him. Nobody played him. And then like, as soon as everybody started playing him, like the worst he's done is 4,000 points. It just keeps coming for, for class. Almost twice as many points as, uh, as Aiden Marker. Jesus. <laughs> so, you know, and we didn't, t- like I said, we didn't talk about him until just a few episodes ago. And now it's just like plug and play. It's gotta be Colossus and keep playing Colossus. Um, some like, it's weird. It's disappointing that Maxwell didn't, Basically didn't bat. I think he saw like three balls, um, but he wasn't needed because Faf and Coley basically went the distance. Coley got an even 100 on 63, went out very, yeah. very late. <laughs> it was a very, very points lucrative game if you, uh, mm-hmm. you focused in on those guys. Um, I hit two out of four basically um, on an overseas booster. So I was pretty happy with that. It, it could have been better. If I'd have flipped the captaincy to Glossen with that hundred, but I think, you know, but you you had Coley too, didn't you? I did have Coley. It just he didn't have any bonus or booster uh, points to him, um, but still, you get the hundred plus yeah. the, the the fifty for the man of the match. So I, I ended up with like almost twelve hundred points or something <laughs> out of out of that. If you didn't end up, if you didn't have at least two of Coley, Faf, Maxwell in this match than like you haven't been watching IPL. There is no easier three to set. Like if, if RCB is playing, 
and you've got three people in the match. Doesn't even matter who they're playing. Like you can play those three: Faf, Coley, Maxwell, and be pretty sure that there's going to be production in there. Now I hear my own voice saying this because I know what happened to me on my booster with RR when they set the third lowest IPL score ever, because <laughs> it's like, yeah. I knew that Butler, Jiswell, and Samson, that the combination, somebody's going to get you some points in there. Nope, they all did horrible. So like, I hear what I'm saying, and that it's not mm-hmm. always true, but it's still, for whatever reason, those three are an easier set for me than the Holy Trinity from RR, or really any other lineup right now. I, I went and got Faf. He was the only one that I had to add back uh, out of that group for today. So had to make room for an overseas in a different different match, but he's just he's a have to play kind of guy. But on the other side, for for SRH, it's Clausen, and then who else? Crickets. <laughs> That's a good joke. <laughs> I <laughs> I don't care that I chase anybody, uh, really. I mean, Boovy had that one awesome match, but he's really been very pedestrian the rest of the season. Uh, Abhishek Sharma has super cooled off. Uh, after kind of having a bit of a run. Uh, I still think Markram has the potential to be huge, but he hasn't done a thing with it all season, really. It seemed like he tried to change his role to being uh, almost like that Warner-type role where yeah. he is he's trying to stick around. He's trying to not get out. Um, uh-huh. And we were talking about this in our group text. That like I, I feel like the failure with trying to not get out is that when you get out, it's the only thing you did. <laughs> was you were you were like whereas you know yeah. like Rinku when he comes to the crease he's not trying to not get out he's trying to score runs so mm-hmm. it's like maybe he's trying to put 50 or 60 or 70 up whatever it is he's doing and he only gets to 40 and then he gets caught out like there's production there some of these guys that I think are naturally aggressive batters that try to tone it down I just don't think they could do it and I feel like that's what Markham's doing right now in Markham's defense cricket is one of the only sports where there is a version where just trying not to get out is actually good sometimes. Like in test yeah. cricket, when yeah. it's unlimited overs, if you can just stay in and keep hitting balls, keep hitting them, there's there's a value to that. I mean, even in test cricket, there's also a place for being aggressive and trying to get runs because that's how you win. You don't win by not getting out. You win by scoring runs no matter what the 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 uh, the, the format is. Um, Heiner Klassen though, yeah, you said it. Back half MVP. I wish we had picked him up on our on our episode where we talked about that. But he he had flashed one like one game before that. I think he put up like fifty nine runs or something like that. The like I think literally maybe even the day we recorded that episode and we didn't chase it because we say don't chase the points. But <laughs> yeah, I loved your comment today in our in our group chat about he's proven that he has this super high floor and now he's yeah. proven he has a super high ceiling. It sucks that he's not going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, right. He, he could be a guy Woman. that just yes could just big points. It could have made it so exciting from a fantasy standpoint to have him available. Yeah, that's what um, I mean. The very best thing I'm gonna I'm gonna dig a little bit here. The very best thing about pause for effect. Pause for effect. <laughs> very Jeopardy best thing music. about about Rahul Tripathi this season and Abhishek Sharma to a certain degree is that they just get out super fast and Heinrich Klassen can get up to bat. <laughs> 
That's the best thing about this, guys. But um, you know, you can't, wanted, you can't change that role, right? He, he can't just move into an opener position. You don't no, do that to a guy like yeah. that. I want to point out, even though he started the season slow and missed the first two matches completely, he is the second highest scoring wicketkeeper in fantasy right now. Without looking, do you know who the top one is? Hmm. Wicketkeeper is tricky, but it's it's gonna piss you off. <laughs> is it Joss Butler? <laughs> no, it's not Joss Butler. He's number three. It's Ishing Kishin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your guy. Just can't get him into the lineup. He'll be there when uh, match 69, I guess, I think, rolls around. I want to have him in the lineup. So, sorry about that. He did kind of the same thing. Although, I guess, no. He he kind of – he had a, a bit in the, in the beginning where he was good, and then he cooled off, and then he started coming back. So, all right. You, is it time to start looking forward at our last four regular season matches? It is. Kick us so, off. DC versus CSK. That. I am. I'm playing my booster here. It's no secret. Unless, of course, I always caveat. I wake up in the morning and there's rain, which has happened twice already for my boosters. So um, hold on now. Before you go, what's your pivot? <laughs> you're you're out of time, man. <laughs> hey, class and plays one more match. No, my pivot really... Okay, I have three boosters left, and there are four matches. So <laughs> I really am out of time. My only pivot is KKR versus LSG, which I feel like with the overseas booster, you could do something with, especially the cards. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind putting it on Stoinis. Um, we, we already talked about it. I'm kind of counting on that, uh, that same um, overseas top four for DC just going out and having fun. No, I, that's what it seemed like to me, like, like David Warner – didn't care about being captain anymore and about like the weight on his shoulders. So he was out there able to go out and actually hit fours and sixes and score some. That would be David Warner. Um, of course I want to play Mitch Marsh still. I feel like he's, he's just has such, he has the high ceiling. He has a very low floor too, but um, when you're playing your booster, you want that ceiling. If he doesn't play though, I still feel like I'm pretty, pretty well off. And you would be too if, if you were playing here. Um, the one I don't want to forget is Patharana, who's been uh, cleaning up on wickets lately. He's overseas, and I think I might work him in no matter what the batters are, just in case it's one of those matches. Uh, I'm also going to pick up Deepak Jahar because he's been getting those top order wickets. And if he ends up getting uh, any combination of Rousseau and... Uh, David Warner, uh, then I want to be the guy who at least gets some points for that. So Tikshana takes out all the overseas for DC, and then there's nothing left. That's what you're saying is going to happen to you. No, well, I've said Deepak Jahar is going to, actually. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, then Patharana is just going to clean up all the, the garbage at the bottom of DC's line. Well, that's why I said Tikshana, because I figured it's going to be somebody you don't have. Oh, Tikshana. Ah, see, I confused the, the, the other Wonder, <laughs> the Wonder Twins. twins. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, this is this is one of those games. Like, you're very brave here. This is one of those games that early in the season I would have drooled over CSK being the the half of that because of what you're saying there. Like all mm -hmm. these guys that sort of have these roles for multiple phases of the game. But everybody for CSK that you just mentioned there is in the bowling role. Obviously yeah. you're working 
obviously you're working Conway and Guy Quad into uh, the opening pair lineup, right? You're going to have both those guys. Uh, I will definitely have Conway uh, because oh, he's overseas there's chance, and he's. There's a chance to leave out Guy Quad. Oh, this is your overseas to... booster that you're attacking. Yeah, here, overseas right? booster. Uh, yep. So, um, who, who else from CSK offensively is of interest to you in this match? Um, I think no CSK um, fantasy lineup is complete without Jadeja. Okay. He's been great this year. He's still one of the top scoring uh, fantasy players. Uh, I mean, of course, Guyquad, Dubay has been uh, kind of quietly awesome. I've got no interest in Moeen Ali. I'm over it. I don't think I don't think there's anybody else really on the on the batting side who I'm gonna is do you have any well I guess could be could be uh Donny's last match. Do you ever do you and is there anywhere where you pick up Donny just for sentimental feels? There is. You're not wrong to do so. Um you've got only a few matches left here. There's better wicket keeper options as far as fantasy scoring. So it's not like you need a placeholder up there, but you know, if you're getting ready to use an unlimited transfer or something like that, you can throw him up there. I just I don't want to have to deal with a transfer on for a transfer off situation with with him. Yeah. But um, there's some big question marks in this match, not the least of which is Mitch Marsh. Is he going to play? So have a plan B, or even if your plan yep, B is sure. that he is playing, I don't know. Um, but Philip Salt, uh, you mentioned him as far as that you know that overseas opening he last time they played at delhi uh one man in the match he this this year anyway is much better at home even though he's actually been pretty good away he's better at home um but the x factor in this game is definitely that dc cannot make the playoffs has nothing to prove they can't lose they can only win but csk has all the pressure on their shoulders because they're trying to win one of those top two spots and they could very easily slip out of that and dc just seems like it just seems like either they're trying to prove something or they just are enjoying ruining other people's chances (laughs) i don't know which one they're getting more more enjoyment out of but dc did this to gt earlier to to your boys you know there is no team that dc can't beat and i have not seen them play better since they've been out so (laughs) CSK yeah, is it's almost is, feels like the right time to be to be loading up on DC. They could easily be running into a buzzsaw here. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think Donny lets it happen. I think CSK locks this one up. But um, would not shock me whatsoever if CSK just totally randomly gets throttled. <laughs> it's just, just all the pressure is on their shoulders. They get if they get stiff and DC is out there just playing around it this this could get ugly um really quick oh, yeah. both from a real life cricket standpoint as far as the ipl is concerned and then also on the fantasy side just because you have to spread those csk players so thin um to to try to get everybody who's going to score points but um let's jump to the next match um i had originally looked at 68 as a potential overseas booster Primarily yeah. because of Cutie Cock. I <laughs> was I saw him back for my team. 
and it seems like they're just doing so much better overall as a quality team since he's been there. Um, so it was like, cool, I want to use Cutie Cock in an overseas booster situation. But then everybody else, I'm just really lacking faith in. This is what made 68 really tough in general for a booster, but then also um, in terms of an overseas booster, but also just as far as like setting your lineup. Because it's actually easier, I think, 68 to just set 11. But if you're setting five or yeah. six, seven players, this is a really <laughs> tough match. Because both teams are tough for that. Yes, they're both um, just those. You don't know who it's going to be. I feel like mm-hmm. on the LSD side, Cutie Cock is your best offensive bet as far as expected production. Um, but who is it for KKR other than Rinku Singh? Who do you try to find in the middle or early batting lineup that you feel the most confident about? Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Um, you know, you you could say that Venkatesh Iyer scored his century at Eden Gardens. I think he okay. also got a duck there. So, <laughs> I mean, that's Venkatesh Iyer's season in in a nutshell. Uh, I I almost feel like I'd rather just uh, roll the dice with Andre Russell because <laughs> yeah. I I like the guy as a player so much. But that's a that's not a great reason to. To, for for fantasy, I don't know. This is why it's so hard because I'm thinking Nidishrata could be good. He said he said a few good matches. I mean, his that's, his that's one bowling have, over was terrible. That's who I have a hunch on right now. Just for whatever reason, I feel like this is going to be a. Yeah, he's been pretty solid as of late. I feel like he's doing better with that captaincy role, and I think the yeah. proof with Nidishrata seeming to kind of have his finger on the pulse a little bit better is the team seems to be playing a lot less wild. It's slowly becoming more predictable, but what that's done is actually hurt Russ. Russ is no longer bowling. And I think it's because they're like, Oh, we've got Nareen over here. Let's let's have him do that. (laughs) Um, uh, We were looking at a stats website earlier and Nareen is way up on the list of people who lead for ducks getting out with that zero, but that's not why he's there. He's there to bowl. And, yeah, true. It just seems it just seems like as Russ has bowled less, Noreen is bowling more, um, and it's really killing my you know back half hero prediction um, into Andre Russell. He had a couple of good games after I thought that would you know thought the turnaround was yeah, coming, he did. and now they've taken the bowling overs back away from him, and it's really slowed down. But this match is at Eden Gardens, and you have done the homework on that. Yep, it's a big one. To pick up your batters. Uh, yeah, I like the QDK pick. Um, I think I think Stoinis is a is a great pick for this one. Once again, I mean that's not a hard call to make though, and I'm not shocking anybody with these calls. Um, no, that's pretty easy sell. Yeah, but yeah, with it's a lot harder after you get past those first few. I mean Rinku obviously because he's uncapped. So this is a match to watch. Because um, their LSG's chances in the playoffs are pretty good, but their chances of getting one of those top two spots is very dependent on the previous match, whether or not CSK wins. If CSK loses and LSG wins, they can get to number two. Even if CSK wins, LSG could get to number two based on net run rate, um, but it would take an absolute blowout of KKR. I think they'd have to win in like 10 yeah. and a half overs or something like that. So it's not 
super likely. But LSG seems to have the pressure, if not the motivation, depending on which way you want to look at it. KKR is viable for the playoffs at this point as of this recording, but I don't really feel like a lot of people are giving them any reasonable chance. I don't know if that swings things or not, um, but watch for if CSK loses that match, (laughs) then LSG is going to be chomping at the bit. Um, But if CSK locks up that other two spot, then, you know, I don't know. I mean, LSG is not necessarily a lock for the playoffs, but I feel like it changes the sense of urgency that they're going to have. Um, and maybe it takes the pressure off. Maybe they even play better. We've seen DC play better with the pressure off. So I don't know. We will yeah. see. One last piece to consider for this one. And of course you're considering him because he's one of the best bowlers in the league, but uh, don't forget Chatty Cathy. He has had two, four wicket hauls at Eden gardens this year. He, so if, he if you're is going to bet on anybody to get wickets. He's the guy to do it. He, yes. <laughs> Especially, I mean, really, where, what, who else after that, as far as bowlers go? Uh, that None of the bowlers have really impressed in LSG, from LSG. And they're not getting consistent overwork. Um, yeah. Like, it's it's Krunal Pandya is the only one that is, <laughs> like, for sure going to get four. He, he left the game injured, like, three times and still bowled four overs. Um, so he is going to give himself the overs before he's going to give them to anybody else, it seems like. Um, and every time I think, like, oh, somebody's coming to life, the next match they get two overs bowled. It's Feel free to abstain yeah. from LSG bowlers if you want. But, no, Chatty Cathy is quietly one of the best I mean, bowling options in IPL right now. Chatty Cathy, 766 fantasy points. The next right. one up is, is Bishnoy with about 500. And then the next is Mark Wood. Who hasn't bowled in like seven matches? So let's just say then then Shardul Thacker like you, you just yeah Ch- Chatty Cathy's probably your safest bet out of anybody in this match. Oh, that feels crazy, but it's he's he's good. Go with Varun when you have a chance to play him. Sixty uh, nine, you ready? Yep, <laughs> Mumbai and Sunrisers. Sixty nine. So Mumbai is going to need a win. Mm-hmm. Sunrisers can't get in. So we have another one of these sort of assassin matches, which is appropriate because you got Heinrich Klassassen. You know, don't forget, he killed a guy. <laughs> he, did. He's, he did. He's he did. there. Other than Klassassen in SRH, I, I think you're just chasing. It's It stabs in the dark. If you got guys left over, play them for Christ's sake. But this is going to be a load up on MI side for me. Um, yeah. Ishmael Kishan's going to finally make my lineup. So sorry to everybody. Nice. Um, <laughs> when he busts. I have really enjoyed the uh, emergence of uh, Nihal Wadhera at as an uncapped grab. See, you, and, you say that. I, I'm, on, I'm on the opposite train. I really missed Tilak Pharma. Well, and that's been the sacrifice uh, for sure. Um, But basically, whichever one I want to play, you know, whichever one they want to play is who I want to play. And then I just, I just feel like Big Sky's set up for a big bounce, uh, big bounce back. Yeah, yeah. Coming home, Um, he's the best batter on the team at a stadium that just hemorrhages runs. In the stadium that he knows, he knows better than just about anybody. 
Yeah, and, and as long as his confidence isn't shattered for some reason, uh, he should be excited to come back to Wonkheda and hit sixes and fours just for about two hours. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that that's what happens here. Um, I'm sitting on my uh, on my single player uh, triple booster, mm-hmm. and this is who I'm targeting right here is Big Sky coming home. That's a good one. It could be Clausen. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little in love with uh, with his production right now, um, but Sky seems to be um, who who comes to mind first. What else do you like here? Anything? Do you like any bowlers in this match? Um, I don't think you're wrong to, especially on the on the MI side, just because it like SRH just. Aside from Clausen, you talked about it earlier. It's just like we like these guys because they go ahead and get out, and then <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, Piush is a guy who bowls on both ends of of an over or both ends of an inning. So I'm I'm fine, especially if you already have That's somebody. Right. Piush is the guy. Um, but I think otherwise, I'd be more interested in. Um, you know, uh, not, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, 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 there's going to be wickets, but I, I, this, this stadium this year has not done that for us. Now we could be talking about this, you know, in a few days and just be like, I can't believe that a, a match at Wonkaheta went, you know, one nineteen was the winning score. We, we were wrong as was the rest of the world about Econa sports city right. the last time the match was there. But this is, uh, this is a batter's pitch, if there is one. So, I, I don't know. Just depending on your your transfer situation, I'm not that interested in burning transfers into bowlers in general right now. Just you burn a transfer, you're out of you're out of matches after this. You're none of it. None of it matters. So, like, I like bowlers that I can buy and then sit on because you know hopefully they get you three or four wickets throughout the life they spent on your roster even if that's two or three matches in yeah. this case I'm gonna go get somebody they're gonna get hopefully a wicket they get you 25 points and then they're off like I would have rather hoped for you know um, like Ishan Kishan far and above any bowlers I would rather hope sure. for um, one of those randoms from SRH to to have a better day just because I don't see somebody getting like a three or four wicket haul here. Is there any world in which Cameron Green makes your lineup or Rohit Sharma? Yeah. Um, Cameron Green still the the fifth highest fantasy scorer from from these two teams combined. I think he Cameron just Green hasn't does. seemed to hit in a while. Yeah, plenty of potential there. Um, I would already, I would even maybe wonder that there's a good chance because there's a good. There's a there's a good likelihood that I will have Clausen from SRH, and then everybody else is going to be MI, and I'm just going to be looking for the guys that have <laughs> potential to score 70 runs, and Cameron yeah. Green's one of them. So Rohit, not so much, but he opens. So if you just want a guy that you know is going to get a chance, pay attention to the green dots. You know, look at that order. If he's really up there, then sure, I'll, I'd play him, especially if I got transfers to burn this late in the year. Well, if you're looking for starting. Starting uh, batters to, to pick up, though, the next match, 70, is going to be your favorite. Uh, I've got three. <laughs> I'm planning to start my D 
do my two X on that one. I, I hope it's not a weird one because it's the last match. But this this match, I mean, if it was if it was match forty five or fifty, I'm guessing half our league would be playing a booster on it. Gujarat versus Royal Challengers, and really Gujarat though they they were at the beginning of the season they were the team you talked about like they're doing great in the IPL, but there's not a ton of pieces for fantasy. It seems like that has caught up now. They have some great pieces for fantasy too. You're gonna you're gonna play Shub. You're gonna shove them right yep. in your lineup. Shove them in. Shove them in there. You're gonna play Con. Yeah, that's, no that's on the GT. That. That's on the GT side of things. Who else from GT? They're, they're your your team. You wear the colors. Um, I absolutely will not miss out on Mohammed Shami. All right. He's uh, he's too too good to too good to miss. Uh, I'm trying. I'm pulling up the list right now. Um. Yeah, it's if and I got a wicket keeper. I gotta have a wicket keeper. It's gonna be Redman Saha. He he's he's kind of been hot and cold. He's been good, not great, but I can't imagine not having him. If Sai Sudarshan is back, to me that's kind of the obvious choice for uncapped in this match. He came back in the last their last match and he looked like he hadn't missed a beat. So this the 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 thing that that I'm struggling with this match because I'll be playing eleven players in this match as well is who to captain and vice captain. Mm. <laughs> so especially if you're playing your whole team times two, um, that becomes super critical. Yeah. So who who in general, and you don't have to say who you specifically would, but you know, like you're looking at Faf, I think on the RCB side that it just seems like you're. Most likely home run. You got You almost have to. Yeah. So I mean, he's going to be your captain, your vice captain. But who are the other candidates? Who else? If you are you wanted to play, play, if you wanted to play it safe, there are two players on in this match who have scored over a thousand fantasy points, and that's Faf and Rashid Khan. Uh, Rashid Khan's more more hit and miss. And one of the things though is if you're playing Faf and Coley and Maxwell, you don't you want it to be those three guys. In which case. There's not going to be a lot of wickets. Um, but I think if anybody can get those three guys out, it's going to be the Gujarat bowlers. So that being said, um, I really like Shubman. I think that Rajasthan doesn't have a – or sorry, not Rajasthan. Um, Bangalore doesn't have a bad bowling lineup, but I could see Shubman Gill lasting a long time at Chinnaswamy. That's fair. Yeah, I, I I was hoping you'd mention Shubman just because, like, yeah, for that reason, I, I want, if I'm swinging for the fences, I want all the pieces of my team to be able to be successful yeah. without them cannibalizing other successful parts of my team. <laughs> so uh, the thing about Rashid Khan is that he's not likely to bowl in the power play. So you're not probably going to lose Faffer Coley to him right away, mm-hmm. but it's a dream scenario. If you know, the two of them have put up 60, 70 runs and then con cleans them up, takes them both out <laughs> back, back, you know, in like yep. the 16, maybe like the 14th over. And then Maxwell takes you the rest of the way on that side. Right. Like that's what you want to, to, to have happen. So that's where I'm always trying to lay my pieces out. I don't want, like, I, I just could not put, like Faf is captain 
and like Shami as vice captain. Yeah, because <laughs> he's like they can't both flourish. Shami's <laughs> gonna bowl right away, and they're and, and he's gonna take out the other guy. And now I'm just mad for a year because. But gosh, this match is so full of spoiled treasures. Just tons of guys with tons of potential. And I think this is going to be, we have a super, super tight um, home league right now. Um, You're, you're what, about a thousand points behind uh, Brian and I, I think, Mark. But with yep. three boosters in your pocket, and I'm in, and I'm in fifth. Yeah, right. <laughs> the, the likelihood of you catching us, I'd say, is good. I'm not saying great; yeah. it is good. You need some luck. You have to hit. I think the likelihood of me finishing in third is good. Like not in top, first or second, not in fourth or fifth, but in third. Yeah. Top three feels very because nobody else who's hanging out with you in like the fourth, fifth, sixth positions has the resources left that you have in terms yeah. of. Right. transfers and boosters and stuff. So like you're gonna leap. I'm mm-hmm. very, very sure of it. The question is whether or not people like me and Brian can hold you off. And this is the match that's gonna matter. And what's crazy is that we're all three of us, most of the league is going to have a heavy, heavy presence in this game because of how many good players there are. And it's gonna come down to captains, picks and boosters. That's that's gonna be who gets, you know, the 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 help that they need from this one so this this is going to be crazy and we are so lucky that this is match 70 to wrap up the final season or the the final match of the season and gt has got it locked up they cannot fall out of the top one seed so far as my math says on the points table but rcb may still be playing for a play-in right here so there's mm-hmm. a good chance that there's going to be some good good motivation the only thing that scares me is the other half of that that, that gt doesn't really have to care here. Yeah, they're, they they're, can sit players. They, I still don't see them sitting players. I just don't feel like that's the personality of GT. But I could also see somebody just not playing their normal game. You can see you can see a lot of retired hurts. A lot of uh, <laughs> you lot could of see retired outs. You could see Shami come out, get a wicket right away, and then never bowl again for the rest of the match because they're going <laughs> to say. Hey, Pandia, you want to, you know, he, you're the captain, yeah. do what you want. And he says, cool, I want four overs. You know, yeah. he, he could they do that. They got nothing to lose. Right. Uh, I think everybody's going to touch their position. I just don't know that they're going to do the whole dog and pony show with it. You know, you never know. I, I'm yeah. just terrified that somebody like Khan comes out and bowls like two overs <laughs> just because they're, they're giving, they're giving other guys chances. Um, but I'm not. The other, the other thing that could go wrong here is that that uh, that I worry about that keeps me up at night is Gujarat's has the best bowling contingent in the, the whole league, right? Um, if, and RCB, I think, arguably has the best top four or top three, really. I don't even know who the fourth would be. Bracewell, I guess. The top three. What if Gujarat's bowling really is better and they just rip through the lineup and they, they get Faf and Coley out for like a combined 40 and then Maxwell goes out for a duck. And it just feels like at that point you've got two overs left. You have two overs left to get through everybody else in the lineup. <laughs> I mean, it should just be a, a, a bloodbath if they can get through Faf and Coley quick. I don't think they're going to, I think that 
those guys at home with the season on the line uh, are going to come through. At least one or two of them is. But so here's one thing I can almost promise you, and I can only almost promise this, is that the combination of Faf, Coley, and Maxwell are going to get you better than four runs. Because (laughs) (laughs) the combination of Butler, Jaiswell, and Sanju got me four runs. And I'm in first place in our league right now. So that's right. Yeah. So all you have to do is do better than terrible. And you have a real good shot to be lucrative in this match. But I can't tell you it's not going to (laughs) happen. I've seen it happen in very recent history. It is still in the rear view mirror. The mushroom cloud. Good news is, if that happens, if that happens, that the two guys that they bat, they bowl at the beginning are Mohammed Shami and Hardy Pandya tend to open it up. I will have both of them in my lineup. There's a there's a slim chance that Hardik doesn't make it in, but I think that they both will. You can have eleven players who have averaged uh, fifty. We've averaged 45 points per match in fantasy on this team. And most of them are way higher than that. The lowest is Ritman Saha and Hardik Pandya, who are, I guess, I mean, Pandya hasn't had a great season, um, but he still has over 500 fantasy points. There's not a lot of other lineups, matchups where you can you can boast that. Yeah. No, we talked about that. And I think, I think your comment was like, I'm going to have to play that section back was about how easy it was. Yeah. To build. <laughs> yeah. And you don't yeah. have to make a ton of sacrifices. These, both of these teams, you're pretty spoiled with some affordable talent and that's yeah. not that easy to do with every match. You end up, you know, looking for, I, th- I think when I just slapped it together, I ended up with a news or what um, at, at wicket keeper, but he, Alongside of Ritam and Saha, I had them both. It just yeah. happened to be that uh, Anuj Rawat was the most affordable, likely, if not guaranteed to play, uncapped. And he was five credits, so it worked out well. And he just had a huge game. Yeah, he, he saves your, your your credits there. So it, it's just so easy. It's so easy to build a good, mm-hmm. good spot here. And we've talked I mean, about this on the show before, that if you're running low on transfers, this match – is extra juicy. If you're having trouble, say in 68, trying to pick your KKR LSG guys, don't spend a bunch and get it wrong. Spend them yeah, here. Right. It's guys that have a much, much higher chance of production. It's okay to wait, <laughs> but there's only four matches left. So there's no reason you basically can't plan the whole thing out with just a few contingencies for, Oh, you know, Mitch Marsh isn't playing or, you know, some surprise like that. Like have, have a couple of pivots in mind, but it, what's somebody who's killing it got left 20 transfers. Maybe, you know, you should be able to play in four or five moves a match for four matches and know for sure that you're going to end up with what you want for match 70. That's the goal for me here is to position everything so that when I get to match 70, I can play who I want to play. I'm a, I'm going through and playing my. I just said that you can get all these players. I'm seeing, can you actually get them? The answer is no. You have to give up one player, and 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 dip dip to get like Karn Sharma or or somebody. So just just when I slapped it together, this same thing in the last episode. 
um, Anuj Rawat, which was the compromise, but then Ritman Saha, Virat Kohli, Faf, Shubman, Rashid Khan, Glenn Maxwell, Hardik Pandya, Harshel Patel, Muhammad Shami, and Mohit Sharma. You can do that one. Yeah, so, I, I hate hate to say that. It seems like the guy, if you have to drop somebody in your – we're talking to all the people who are going to be playing 11 players in this match if you're out there. Hardik Pandya is the lowest bang for your buck. He's 11 huh? credits. Um, and while he has not been terrible, he I mean, we all know he hasn't had a great season fantasy-wise. So that's, that's going to be my hardest decision is do I play Hardik and then get some – you know, drop Mohit Sharma or something, or do I drop Hardik and pick up, you know, one of these pretty good Karn Sharma, Nora Ahmad, Harshal Patel, David Miller. Yeah, you can hunt a lot for, of options there. You can hunt for upgrades by by pulling him off of there. I just don't know that the upgrades are guaranteed enough. I think the only yeah. person that I would that I that I'm kind of interested in, and I, I'm not sure that you can do it. Um, but you could potentially pivot to like a Michael Bracewell who seems to be yeah, doing I see well that. right now. Yeah. Um, and then that sheds some points for an upgrade someplace else. But can you do that with the, uh, with the number of overseas? Does that work? I out can. Math? Yeah. Yep. So, so you could do something like that. Um, he would be your fourth, assuming you're playing Faf, Glenn and Rashid and free some stuff up there. It's, so an interesting thing about Bracewell is that in today's match, um, in the pre-match comments, Faf mentioned him specifically as an upgraded batter for the team. So he's going to yeah. bat. I think he, they are basically playing him and Glenn, Glenn Maxwell um, together, but Bracewell is getting the bowling overs. He seems to be siphoning those away from from Glenn, but he's getting. Uh, an opportunity to, to to bat specifically. I don't know if he was misspoke misspeaking, but Faf mentioned him as an upgrade at bat. RCB nice. is hunting for those middle over batters if the top order fails, um, and that seems to be who they're leaning on. So I think that would probably be my pivot. All right. So we talked about we're talking about you're playing eleven players. Who are you reaching for? That's a good segue into our last segment of the regular season. Um, we're talking about deep sleepers for these four matches. Uh, so what we wanted to do is dig a little deeper. Last four matches, uh, you have your players that, you know, we just talked about. No, but we're not doing you any good by saying play Faf, play Coley, play Shub McGill. Um, but let's say you come into one of these matches and you have an extra transfer to play. Who is the guy that you play that you that? Maybe a lot of other people aren't going to play that could give you an edge. So Witt and I went through these last four matches and each picked a player. Let's start off with uh, match 67, back to DC versus CSK. Who's your guy? Who's your outside of the kind of expected top players that you're going to play? Right. So especially on the CSK side, when it comes to offensive players, um, it's been the frustrating because after Conway and Guy Quad, it's like, well, I don't know who's getting the next opportunity. Um, and I think a lot of people have gotten scared of that. So your deep reach sort of differential play here to me is going to be Shivam Doobie. He seems to be getting more opportunities than, say, Rahane or Ryudu or somebody when it comes to batting. 
He's proven he has the prowess, and I just don't see him show up on that many people's rosters unless they're boosting. So I think he's a little bit of a reach, but if you need uh, sort of a hidden gem, that's who I like for DC versus CSK. How about you? Yeah, I like that one, and that's probably who I would have picked if I had jumped on it a little faster. Uh, Mine, I I was thinking with this match, if we're all going to shine on, then we're all going to have Instant Sharma in our (laughs) lineup. And so I like Ishan Sharma. He's he's been consistent the last two matches. Um, he got two wickets in each. And uh, looking back even further, he has a, a four-wicket haul. Oh, sorry. No, he has a two-wicket haul, but he got man of the match. I did not realize that. He has had some bus matches, but uh, I could see him picking up some wickets in this match. The best thing about Ishant Sharma is that like you get up in the morning and you just pop it in the microwave and 30 seconds later... <laughs> You're out the door with a wicket, you know, these, these other Sharmas, you know, your Mohit Sharmas and stuff like that. It's kind of a long haul thing, but if you get the Ishant Sharma, you know, it's usually at the end cap at the grocer and you're in, you're out. They don't call him the fantasy hot pocket for nothing. <laughs> they, they do not. I've literally never heard anybody call him. That <laughs> All right. Next one. KKR versus LSG. I'll let you start this one. I'll start this one. Um, my first thought was, it's Eden Gardens. I want to pick somebody who has the ability to go off and get a bunch of runs for a low price. And you don't get much lower than free. So my my pick is is Phony Bedoni. I don't think he's going to be a phony. He's just going to be Bedoni on this one. And he, he has the ability to go upwards of 50 matches, and he's uncapped, so he's free. I don't think you can get do a lot better than that if you're, lo- if you're looking to reach on KKR versus LSG. Okay, I like it. Um, I'm uh, was was targeting the same type of capital, you know, uh, at Eden Gardens, um, and for me, not on the cheap because he's overseas is Ramanula Gabraz, um, but he opens for KKR. So as far as a guy who's gonna get you an opportunity, um, I feel like he popped onto the radar, you know, a few weeks ago. He mm-hmm. was starting to find his way back into people's matches, you know, lineups for, for matches. But um, some of the other pieces for KKR started to shine a little bit more. Um, a lot of people are, you know, spending transfers going to get the obvious guys like Chatty Cathy or um, Rinku is, a, is your obvious when it comes to um, an uncapped. And that's the only reason that makes Bodoni tough is that if you're, if you're not already having Rinku, um, Bodoni turns into uh, a transfer you got to spend anyway. But Grabaz is going to get that opening opportunity, and I just don't see a lot of people in your league starting them unless they're just stupid with transfers. But I like his chances here. Yeah, and he, I mean, he's just, just like we talked about in the last match. You, you go into the grocery store, you pick up your, your cup noodles, you put it in the microwave when you get home, and you've got your ramen, Ola Grabaz. With some, uh, some runs, I guess, <laughs> 50. We did say these were deep reaches. And <laughs> I think we're getting into that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is great. Great fantasy content. We told you. We're not just going to tell you what everybody else tells you. This is great fantasy content here at the end of the season. Match 69, Mumbai versus Sunrisers. Who is your deep pick um run for the hills malik 
Um, he Umran Malik, if he uh, if he starts. So um, if you played last year, you had a lot of fun with Umran Malik because he would get these like three and four wicket games as an uncapped guy. Um, he has just not fired this year, and I don't know if it's because SRH wants to lean on other guys, if he's just not looked good. He hasn't had a good match in a long time, but he also hasn't played a lot. But because he's young and he um, is one of these guys that preseason, and I'm, and I'm talking pre-IPL, was somebody that the commentators uh, were pushing as far as having eyes on him to make the national team. Um it wouldn't surprise me if the phone's not ringing somewhere to say like, Hey, get Malik some overs. We want to see if he's going to be ready, you know, as a reservist or something for, for the national team. There's a chance he just outright doesn't play that's, in the match. Um, yeah, that's a deep, but, deep cut, but I like it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they want to, they might want to give him some overs just to show that he's still got it. He was fourth in the uh, purple cap standings last year. That's kind crazy. Yeah, and now here's a guy who basically might not, you know, <laughs> might not make the starting eleven on any Jeez. given week. Um, but for a team like SRH who has nothing to play for as far as standings, they may just be doing favors on behalf of the national team or saying, you know what, you know, we're going to give you one more shot just for your sake because we need you back next year, ready to rock. So get. Can I point this out real quick? Just running through last year's purple cap uh, rankings, I just pulled it up to see where Malik was. Listen to this. Okay, 15. I'm starting there. Trent Bolt. All right, Trent Bolt. Good this year. Then Umesh Yadav, nothing. Andre Russell, mostly a bust. Natarajan, Avesh Khan, Prasid Krishna, Harshal Patel. Have any of these guys been good? <laughs> then you got Rashid Khan, a little a little uh, blast of light. Then Josh Hazelwood, the, nothing. Mohamed Shami, great. And then to finish up the top five, Kuldeep Yadav, barely been good. Umram Malik, hardly played. Kagisa Rabada, nobody. Hasaranga, even. And then at the top, you got Yizzy Jahal, who's obviously awesome this year again. They're just like, where are all these guys? Where, where are, are they? they? And and Malik, you know, is an uncapped guy. He's still trying to make that national team. And I remember many, many times that conversation taking place on the television coverage and stuff like that, that he was uh, somebody that the uh, the BCCI in India was keeping an, an eye on for the national team. Well, my pick uh, is for the other side, Mumbai, um, Jason Barendorf. Um, he's been a lot more bare than Dorf lately. He, if you look at his total points, it's not super high in the league. I think he's like the fifth highest bowler, even in this match. Uh, but I think it's important to look at. He's had about 150, a little more than 150 in the last three matches, which means 50 fantasy points per match, which is not bad for your fifth or sixth guy on your team. Um, and he has played well at Wankata, where this is. I said it. One of the reasons his his uh, points don't look so good is because he's missed three matches. Yeah, so I think if he had played all those matches, he'd probably be the top guy on the on the bowlers list. Of course, the second highest bowler behind uh, Piyush Chawla. Beam, 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 beam. 
if you hadn't That's started all. singing it, it was playing in my head. Yeah, well, you know. Okay, and then the last match. Sometimes inside words become outside words. (laughs) Number 70, RCB versus GT. Um, I'll start this one. Um, I am sliding into the DM. Uh, It's Miller time. (laughs) Last year, this is when David Miller lit up at the end of the season. Really? Um, Yes, he he won man of the match, I think, in their second last fixture. He's obviously been a little slower this year, but he's still one of the top um, batters in this lineup after the the, the big three um, of Faf, Coley, and Shubman. Um, the only worry he gives me is are the is this going to be the Shubman show? Is is Shubman going to be able to do so well that? David Miller never gets up. That, that by the time he gets out, they just bring in Tawadia. Um, but I think if if something goes wrong at the top of the order for GT, David Miller will save the day for them. I like it. It's not even as that much deep as of you, a reach. It's as just much like, as you can save the day on for a team that like has nothing to lose. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? He's the kind of guy that could slide up in the order for a team who has nothing to lose. That's true. He could. So I like that pick. On the other side is um, for RCB is Ahmed or rather Shabazz Ahmed is how you're going to find his name. But I think it's Ahmed Shabazz um, the way it works as far as last name first, first name last kind of English translation. Um, He's an all-rounder. He is a real all-rounder. And RCB has always had a little bit of trouble in terms of especially if they lose a guy early who is going to come in in the power play. And it's for a long time, it was Anuj Rawat. And then other Mm -hmm. times it was uh, Ahmed. So there's a chance you get him in early if somebody falls out, but he got three overs and a wicket today. And there's not enough overs to go around. So outside of like, you know, Muhammad Siraj, um, the chances of, somebody getting four overs is a little slim with RCB, but he plays a role on both sides um, and he's getting his work and he's uncapped. So so somebody who's just kind of off the radar for a lot of people, um, but has, but has plenty of potential um, is uh, Shabazz Ahmed. I like it. Nice. Uh, what I like about uh, Shabazz Ahmed, um, other th- other than the fact that he is n- in fact not uncapped, oh, just no. want to make sure people see that that was a <laughs> that was a, a slip. I think you meant Rahul Tawadia, uh, but or or Manage Bandage. <laughs> <laughs> There's a player named Manage Bandage. Uh, all right, back to Shabazz. I think it, he he is kind of. Um, a, a bit like David Miller in that if things go wrong, if um, Mohammed Shami just comes out and says, yeah, I, I don't care about Faf and Coley and how good they are. I'm just going to get three wickets in, in and over. Then they're going to have to rely on somebody like Shabazz Ahmed, who, who has the skills to, to carry a lot of overs, even yeah. if he's not the hardest hitter. Yeah. He's kind of like a B league version of like an Axar Patel. In, in that yeah. when he's brought in as somebody that they need to try to hit boundaries, he can be that guy or he can be somebody who 
just paces the overs. You know, he's hitting singles for, you know, every opportunity he, he gets. Uh, just kind of a discount version of the same thing. Is that yeah. it? Is that, That's it. Is, that, is that the IPL regular season wrapped up into 20 or 20, 70 little burritos for you? And we just what, got to the last gonna, one. What are you going to do on your day off? <laughs> Probably set and reset my lineup about 100 times for <laughs> start the tournament playoffs. Uh, yep. I don't think I'll be able to relax. What are you going to do? Apologize oh, to the world it? for being plugged into the IPL. Or just my wife. Is it, um, is it Monday, the day off? I believe so. Oh, Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. We'll be recording a podcast right. is what we're going to end up doing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Monday. We promised to get you up to speed um, for that. If you have not looked at the IPL playoff format, look at it. It's a little unique with four mm-hmm. teams in terms of the uh, qualifier, eliminator, qualifier um, sort of format. So, Yeah, I kind of like it. Yeah, well, that's probably what I'll be doing is, is preparing for the – for our podcast and working, Monday is usually the day I put put in uh, my my other job, my second job. I put in uh, hours there, so fair enough. That's kind of a letdown. It's <laughs> <laughs> a letdown. All right, hey, I got one more question for you. Cutie Cock is your guy, right? Are okay. you going to be a Seattle Orcas fan because he's playing Ooh. for the Seattle Orcas Major League Cricket? It's definitely gonna you know, maybe force my hand. I, yeah. I think, I, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I have a hard time rooting for Seattle sports, but they're doing a real good job at naming their teams. Cool stuff. So like, you know, the NHL expansion team was the Kraken. That's not a real like that. And I kind of like the Orcas. Kraken. The- <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, I, uh, Kitty cock looks like a killer whale. He looks exactly like Shamu. So, we might we might be able to root for the same team because they also got Mitch Marsh. Perfect. <laughs> they might be the best team just because they have those two guys. <laughs> Could be. It's a good start. Oh no, San Francisco Unicorns has Marcus Stoinis. All right, that that's a podcast for another day. Unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> right. The unicorns. It's not even the the super unicorns. It should be the super unicorns. <laughs> super unicorn challengers. Yes. There you go. Write them a letter. Yeah. Solve that. All right. You can tell we've been at this for for seventy matches now. We <laughs> we've drugged this into the sand and yeah. it's getting terrible. Time to sign it off. We will talk to you soon about the playoffs. Good luck on your last four matches, and uh, go big or go home. Now is the time. Thanks for sticking with us. We'll see you in the playoffs. See you, man.